Hello, everybody. Welcome to Secret Truth Radio Show, where we expose the inconvenient truths they don't want you to know about. I'm your host, Mark Willison, along with my co-host, Scott Patton. How's it going today, Scott? Hey, Mark. I'm doing great, and I have to say that VP uh, is not. No, uh, I'll say. Man, they are just a, they are just a giant cluster right now, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And we've, uh, you know, we we want to go and talk about aliens and hollow moons and uh, spaceships and uh, alternative energy and other things, but you know, global warming and global cooling and you know oceans rising and falling. But those guys just keep on keeping on. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, uh, I got a I got a particular new. Um Foe, if you will, or adversary, uh, you know, uh, the top of my list right now, and that's our that's our good for, our good friend Rush Limbaugh. Okay, what do you have to say? You know, I, I I don't generally listen to too much of his show or anything like that. I certainly didn't don't give him too much credit for what he has to say. But as I was flipping through the radio stations the other day, I hear this guy talking about you know I'm I'm a, I'm a kind of a math background kind of a guy. I like numbers and. And math and science and statistics and facts and stuff like that. That that resonates really well with me. But in this particular case, Rush was talking about, you know, he was trying to make a point. Uh, you know, I guess he's, uh, I, I guess he believes similar to us that the mainstream media is doesn't maybe not, you know, maybe doesn't tell the whole story or, or give everybody the real truth all of the time. And so he was talking about how the media likes to blow. Uh, things out of proportion and make, you know, make um, a big issue where there really isn't one. Right, right. And in this particular case, he was talking about this oil spill. And he's adding, you know, he's making the calculation that, okay, if this oil spill is leaking X number of gallons a day, and even if it continues until, he says, let's just assume it's going to continue until August before they, uh, before they get it solved. And he says, okay, so you take the number of gallons that we have, of oil that are spilling, and then we divide that by the number of gallons in the Gulf of Mexico. And he came up with some, I don't, he, he was calling it quadrillions of gallons, which I've never really heard anybody use that term before, but he was saying that there's several quadrillion gallons of, right. of water in the Gulf, and that if you, were to, if you were to divide the amount of oil that would leak even until August, that it would be the equivalent of filling up your bathtub and you would only have, the amount of oil that would be in your bathtub would be one one hundredth of an ounce of oil in your bathtub, or one, and maybe even one one millionth or something. I mean, some astronomical statistic that just okay. made it sound like like this it is no in, big deal, insignificant. Yeah, and, he, and then he keeps going back and saying, "Oh well, this is I'm not trying to downplay the the situation there or whatever." And then he'd go right back into it. But you know, this really isn't that. You know, it really isn't that bad, and this is how the you know the liberal left is making this out to be so, so dramatic and extreme. And and uh, he was trying to advocate for uh, not shutting down the, the oil drilling in the Gulf right now. Okay. And and so you know he's trying to make this. He's just trying to prove this case that this thing is not so bad. And I couldn't freaking believe it when I heard it. I was so fired up and pissed off. I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Who in the hell? I mean, how can you possibly say? But this is not that big of a deal, or it's not that bad, or the mainstream media is blowing this out of proportion. 
I mean, if I'm living in Louisiana and there's oil washing up on the shores right there in front of me, uh, you know, it's a big freaking deal. And we get mm-hmm. to see, you know, what the real consequences of this are going to be. And gosh, wait till you hear some of the new, the new things that I heard about that are kind of, kind of flying under the radar right now. But I just, yeah, I really had a bone to pick with him on that one for, you know, for just trying to insinuate, you know, through this, all this math and these statistics and stuff, how this is, uh, this is not that big of a deal. And, I mean, you're just like, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a rocket scientist or, or anything like that, but, you know, it's pretty obvious that that oil is not just evenly dispersing throughout the entire Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, what he actually said was the ocean will take care of this on its own if it's left alone and, le- and left out there. Limbaugh said it's natural. It's as natural as the ocean water is. Yeah, but it's naturally, you know, five miles underground, not up here. And that's right. I mean, uranium is a natural substance too, but it'll kill your ass just as fast. That's right. And nope. you know, arsenic, lead, and mercury are as natural as can be, but you don't want them in your food or your living room. That's and right. Crude oil's also natural, but it's toxic to most living organisms except bacteria. And, uh, you know, so that's the problem is, is that it's... And the other thing, too, is it doesn't take very much of any substance to pollute water. And if you don't believe me, get a glass of water, put a little um, couple granules of salt in it, yeah, it's it around, huh? see, and you can taste it, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, boy, that's... Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's just so frustrating, you know. I, I'd like to... I like to try and encourage people to get both sides of the story and, and really investigate uh, what's really going on out there. And you know, Rush Limbaugh has quite a loyal following, and I mean, just a massive audience. And for him to be saying this kind of stuff was just—I mean—that was really sad. It was—it re- was really pretty sad. And and you know, I just—I get frustrated because there's so many people that are going around regurgitating these talking points that he's brought up, trying to make you know trying to sound smart or something like oh well hey it's no big deal we'll just let the ocean take care of this on its own and like you got to be freaking kidding me man that's just the stupidest thing i've ever heard and god for anybody that we're offending with this i mean i feel sorry for you because you just got to pull your head out because this is just you know this is way this is the worst natural disaster or not natural but man-made disaster that i think we've really ever had it's it's certainly right up there and no we had when the Exxon Valdez, um, you know, the, the, the total amount of oil that the Exxon Valdez spilled was 11 million gallons. And to this date, I mean, decades later, over a decade later, we still have, you know, we're still finding oil from Exxon Valdez over 450 miles away in Alaska. Yeah. You know, if you just go stick your finger down in the sand there, there's oil right beneath the surface. You know, they've never really got that cleaned up. Nope. And the thing is, too, like fire is natural, but you don't want to have your whole natural forest on fire. Absolutely not. So yeah, no, he. I mean, it's, it was quite. It was quite clear to me uh, whose payroll this guy was on when he was making all these statements. <laughs> so I, you know, for like I said, for everybody that's that's a Rush fan out there, you know, more power to you. I I encourage you all to listen to whoever you like and whatever you think. But good God, man, he's a he's an ounce of. Uh, you know, the, the brain power that you have there and just think, that, I mean, come on, you can see the pictures and you can see the live video feed of that thing just bubbling away underwater. I mean, yeah, I, I just think it's a, it's a pretty no-brainer. You've got to be massively ignorant to think that this is no big deal.
Um, so, I mean, like we were saying, uh, the Exxon Valdez is a total of 11 million gallons, and they're still turning up oil. Well, now they've upped the, the spill rate of the BP Gulf oil leak to be spewing anywhere between 1.5 to 4.2 million gallons per day. So, it, you know, if you go with the, you know, in, in, in less than two weeks, this spill is worse than the Exxon Valdez in, an in its entirety. Mm-hmm. And this thing has been going on for, okay, we're going on two months here. And, you know, they just keep upping the numbers that they, you know, their estimates of how much oil is leaking. And it's like there's no end in sight. Yeah, and it's, I was actually, that was one of the points I wanted to bring up. I didn't know it was that much. But, you know, you start with 20,000 gallons of barrels a day, and now you're up to hundreds of thousands of barrels a day. And it's like, okay, so what we know is, is if you know, you're not telling us. And the chances are probably you don't know. <laughs> well, and as it turns out, that this is, you know, their original estimate from BP, their original worst-case estimate is is right on the number that we're talking about now. You know, uh, over mm-hmm. over 100,000 barrels a day. And that's just, you know, they were claiming 5,000. Yeah, you know, the difference unbelievable. between five and, five and 100 is, I mean, God. I mean, they, you know, clearly this, I'm sure the scientists that are, that are doing the research on this and actually working for it must just be infuriated when they turn in their numbers and say, hey, this is what's going on, guys. And then they turn around to the press, you know, the company turns around to the press and says, oh, no, 5,000 barrels a day, no big thing, we'll have this cleaned up before you know it. And, you know, that reminds me of, uh, we were encouraging everybody to watch the Obama uh, speech on this topic last week. And I couldn't, I can't yeah. actually believe what he said about it. He said that we are going to leave, that, the, that after it's all said and done, we will leave the Gulf in better shape than before the oil spill. Right. And I think that's a massively ignorant statement as well. You know, this is going to take, <laughs> this is going to take years, if not decades or centuries, for this thing to actually be, you know, put back to the state that it was at before, before it all happened. I just I couldn't even believe it. Between Rush Limbaugh and President Obama, man, I was just I was stupefied at what pe- what the heck people are saying out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And you know, there's other things that are really kind of interesting too, in that the uh, the crisis of like the oil spill is creating jobs. <laughs> so there was an article in uh, Routers had it. The BP oil spill, considered the worst oil spill in U.S. history, could end up killing the livelihoods of thousands of fishermen, restaurant workers, charter boat captains, and tourism employees. However, some people have found job and business opportunities as a result of this tragedy. In coastal Louisiana, it's reminiscent of the job boom that followed Hurricane Katrina as thousands were put to work cleaning up debris, gutting house and rebuilding public buildings and entire neighborhoods. BP has spent a billion dollars or more thus far in oil spill response initiatives and hired more than 25,000 cleanup workers that have already been hired by BP and its subcontractors and be hiring thousands more workers as this thing continues through the summer. So... (laughs) Well, you know, there there is a silver lining to every bad situation. I'm certainly a believer in that. And uh, for people that are, uh, you know, finding work, kind of trying to help out on this thing, I think that's great. You know, that's congratulations and more power to you. But it's, uh, God, it's, it's, it's quite the tragedy. And I, I think and there's a know, much better way to uh, create jobs than creating a massive destructive thing and having tried to fix it. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we won't get in. We'll have to save this for another day. But they, you know, speaking of creating jobs, the government has given our state all this money, and so we've taken and been doing all this road construction projects uh, all around town. And I mean, they're literally every single part of our town is just you know torn up with road construction right now, and wow. it's a total mess. They're doing a terrible job on it, and it's yeah. Don't get me started on all that. I, I'm not. I'm not one for taking all our tax money and creating all these government jobs or, or uh, you know, how everybody says we need to rebuild the infrastructure of America. You know, I support that, but if you're going to do it half-assed and do a crappy job on it, you know, I'd rather not see it done at all. I'd, you know, we had crappy roads before, before they started all this construction, and now that it's all said and done, it's just, it's, it's still just as bad. Hmm. Anyways, I, I didn't mean to get a headline on that, but, jeez, uh, uh, the whole government jobs thing is... Is really a pretty interesting subject. And last week we had talked about Obama had um, he'd actually put a stop to all the drilling in the Gulf. Right. He said he said nope. We're you know until we figure this thing this whole mess out we're stopping drilling. Well, it turns out that we had him judge that uh, ruled against this thing and overruled oh, Obama. Really? Yeah, he wrote, he ruled overruled Obama's drilling moratorium. And so they're can they're back do up. that? Can they do that? Apparently. Mm-hmm. Apparently, if you're just going to roll over and be a big weenie about it, you know, if that's, if that's how you're, you're, what your job is supposed to be as the president is uh, let these little judges tell you how to do, you know, run your show, then I guess that is. I, I have to say this, Mark, but the last time somebody said no to a U.S. president, there was uh, four or five aircraft air, uh, carriers and... Uh, Thousands of bombs dropped on them. And That's right. We invaded the freaking country over it. I mean, <laughs> so, so, so I don't know where this judge is, but if I was him, I'd be heading for cover. Well, he's clear. You know, he's got investments in these oil companies, <laughs> and so it's. I mean, it's just really, it's just really disturbing to me that, you know, that he was able to come out with this ruling, and that Obama hasn't stood up to the plate and said, you know what, I don't agree with that, and I don't care if you're on the right side of the law or not. As a country, we are, you know, in the interest of national security. This is not what we are going to do. I mean, can, if, can Homeland if, Security go in there and do something about that? Damn right. I mean, if ever there was a call, you know, a reason to utilize the National Security Agency, uh, it would be now. <laughs> I mean, that's their, that's the whole purpose of that entity is, you know, national security of this country. And uh, you know, for, uh, you know, it's it's bad. It's bad enough right now as it is. But if, some, if, when, if we have another disaster on another rig out there, uh, you know, maybe it's related, maybe it's a totally separate deal, but it, either way, you know, if we really don't have a handle on this thing and we lose, we lose another oil rig, this is going to be, that's, that's going to be bad, bad news for those people. Not for all of us, actually. Yeah, actually, you know, you just, you, you just brought up, I think, a really good point, Mark, in terms of, here you have the worst catastrophe in U.S. history as far as oil and water and pollution go. And so it makes sense to say, you know what, stop everything. Let's send people in. We don't know exactly what happened here. Let's check to see what's going on in all these other places and make sure that they're working right. And uh, to think that anything else is less, I mean, that's an incredibly prudent thing to do when you think about it, right? Yeah, absolutely. You find something in the water, like you turn off the tap and go and 
search through to find out everything. That, you know, I'm mean, talking about like the water system in the city. You turn it all off and check it all out because uh, you don't want people dying or, or whatever from it. And uh, so, yeah, it's just amazing that that judge would, would agree to, to overturn it. Well, I haven't even... Here's the here's the bombshell too that really just like oh, my gets fire worse? Oh yeah, oh it's way worse. It gets way worse. Um, so you got the judge that overrules the drilling out there, and what they're you know we got all of these ships that are bobbing around. They got their GPS and their little depth finders going on. You know they're doing the best they can to investigate. You know what's what's happening out there and what the risks are and all of that good stuff. Well, it turns out that um, they've noticed. Over the last, say, 30, 45 days, that there has been a rise in the, the ocean floor in the Gulf there. And what I mean by that is 15, a 15, 15 to 20-mile-wide radius has risen tens of feet in the last, you know, in the last two months. Oh, no. And, and so what, the, what they think is happening there is that there, we have a, a bubble of some sort. And it's possible that it's a gigantic oil bubble. But it's highly more likely that it's a possi- that it's a uh, it's actually a natural gas bubble. And so, apparently, what's happening is that you know as we go down and we as we're drilling down into these um, pockets of oil, if you will, we're actually disturbing the seabed floor there to the point where you know we're affected. We we don't even know how we're necessarily affecting it, but we know that there's these oil pockets, natural gas pockets, and and so forth down there, and, and we're literally you know, kind of, kind of affecting them, and without really realizing exactly what's going on. So, if it turns out that there is a bubble building up predator down there, um, you know, with 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, this thing could potentially, you know, explode or erupt in, you know, like Mount Vesuvius or Mount St. Helens style. You know, it's this wow. is like, you know, I mean, it's literally, well, I mean, it, it, that could be absolutely catastrophic. Um, you know, it could. You know, if we ha- if we do have a massive explosion down there, it's going to send a tsunami that. You know, I mean, it's going to roll right over Florida. Apparently, Florida is most most of Florida is only about six inches above sea level. Mm-hmm. So if you can imagine the tsunami rolling at hundreds of miles an hour. Just you know that that's going to be that's going to be devastating. And any of the ships that are actually out, you know, this, this huge bubble, it, it could cause all of these ships and all the other rigs in the area to just absolutely sink just in a heartbeat. Because uh, I don't necessarily understand how all the physics of this works, but if you create this huge bubble underneath a, a ship, for example, you know, you could literally sh- sink the ship uh, just, just by having this bubble, you know, because the, the ship can't sit on a bubble of air. It can only float on the bubble, you know, on the water itself. Yeah. So it's that's really really bad news. And to make matters worse, they're finding that when they when they're studying the the actual oil uh, that's coming out of this thing, apparently most most oil production rigs or whatever have about five percent methane uh, coming in with the oil. And with this particular rig and where they're measuring right now. They're actually getting measurements of 40% methane there, and so what that means is that the methane level is literally so high that it's it's excluding all the oxygen out of the water, and all you're, you're basically suffocating all of the wildlife out there, not with the oil, but with this with this gas that you can't see and can't you know nobody can really measure it. Hmm. 
So it's uh, <laughs> there's way more to the story than people people have any idea about. And, and you know, just apparently, apparently the whole idea of drilling, you know, we're I guess we're what one mile down of the actual ocean water. But then when they start drilling through the bedrock and all the different layers of rock and stuff to get to the actual pocket of oil, they've gone eh, two to three more miles down. And the pressures at the bottom of the ocean there and under, you know, that, you know you're talking over 100,000 PSI uh, pounds per square inch of pressure down there. And we have no real technology to, to, to actually deal with that. You know, it's just such incredible circumstances and, and uh, and it's just a crazy situation. You know, we really don't have any safeguards in place. And we were talking about the oil plume before. Yeah. So they've got these little, you know, they've got what they what they call fusers, fissures. Where's my yeah fissures? F i s s u r e s. And these are like cracks in the ocean floor, where, you know, we have little pockets of gas escaping and more oil. And it turns out that they're finding oil um, off the coast of Louisiana, like, so fast right now, they don't think it actually could have come from the oil spill uh, from the BP rig. Apparently there might be another, you know, another leak going on somewhere that's not even... That's not even... I know about... Yeah, I mean, unfortunately I suspect they do know about it. Uh, It's just not... It's just not... So, uh, associated we don't know about it. <laughs> yeah, we we don't really know about it. And so, I mean, gosh, if we've got a second leak going on there that, down there that nobody's addressing, and, you know, let's say we finally do get this thing capped off and stopped and everything like that, and it keeps on going, everybody's going to go, oh, no, we have another, well, we must have another leak. And then they start figuring out they've got this, this pressure building up down there, and they've got all these stress cracks forming, and we've got all these little leaks popping up outward around it, and that we're literally building up a scenario like a volcano of pressure down there. Yeah, because oh, we man. don't know what's, how much pressure there. I mean, you've got to think that there's miles and miles of water above the rock, <clears throat> so there's tremendous pressure going down. There has to be pressure coming up as well. And uh, what happens if you sort of pop that bubble, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, and they're, I mean, they're, they've drilled that hole is probably about 18,000 feet so over three miles into the earth. Yep, that's right, and that's that's in addition to below the the mile of mile of water sitting on top of it. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, so it's a mile of water, and it's three miles of dirt, and and then that's where you got the oil reservoir, and you just sort of crack that. And I mean, how strong is that? Uh, I, I'll call it soil, rock, soil, whatever that's holding the oil down there, and just a little bit of a so you just prick a balloon, all of a sudden, and that's right. Yeah. And now, with that bubble, that rising of uh, like that's really pretty scary. Because what happens if all of a sudden you've got a half a mile wide hole down to the reservoir? Yeah, or man, what happens if we just have a little earthquake out there or something? You know, this thing has got the potential to to blow wide open on a scale like you know that just dwarfs what we're seeing right now and so I, I just you know apparently each of these rigs has a, what they call um, a mud log data that gives you the you know gives you data on the structure you know of the rock down below and and how you know it's kind of like when you you know if you're gonna 
build a new house and you're going to put a foundation down, they do a little assessment of of the area around so they can see, you know, how is this house going to settle and all those kind of different aspects. This is a very similar type of thing for the oil rigs. But the only people that are allowed to, you know, all of this information is, um, I, I don't want to say confidential, but each company, you know, is proprietary to each of these companies. And so, you know, we're not even having access to the information that can determine if, there is indeed a problem or how bad the problem, you know, that's like kind of our gauge to look at this data and look at the data surrounding and, you know, they could go be putting a bunch of buoys out there to, to measure, you know, take measurements and stuff and we could actually kind of keep a pulse on exactly what's happening with this thing. But, you know, they don't seem to be wanting to do that. And it's just, you know, I, I don't, you know, if I lived in Florida, I don't know what the heck I would be doing, but I definitely would be making plans that, you know, how do I get out of here in a hurry, or how do I protect uh, everything that I have, you know, in case something disastrous does actually happen. You know, yeah, I, this I, is a good I time to sell. Yeah, I, I fear that, you know, oil just oil bubbles washing up on the shore are going to be the least of the problems. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, once again, we're keeping you updated on the oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico and what they don't want you to know. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, uh, God, keep, uh, keep listening, keep paying attention, talk to your friends, everything, you know, do what you guys can do as far as making, making people aware, make yourselves aware of wh what's going on here, and maybe we can put some pressure, you know, hopefully on the administration and, and the rest of the government to, to mobilize an act, because this is, you know, this is way, way out of control, and we need, you know, we need people to stand up and, and do the right thing here. We're all going to be, we're going to just be in a hell of a mess. So yeah, we are in a hell of a mess. Yes, we are. <laughs> going to get worse. Yeah. yeah so please visit us at thesecrettruths.com, and that's secret truths with a hyphen in between there. So you guys can find it. Uh, leave us your comments and uh, any information you guys might have that we haven't come across yet. Be sure to, you know, link it up to us so we can put that out there for everybody to, you know, everybody to catch on to and and uh, educate themselves and hopefully uh, hopefully we can all make a difference on this thing so thanks right. everybody for listening and uh, and we'll we'll see you next week